I'm Kyle. Okay, here's where y'all are so wrong because y'all are idiots. And I'm Drew with a U. As the boss of this podcast, I'm going to say... And I'm Handsome Drew. First of all, you're on my podcast, so like you're going to listen to me <laughs> talk. All right, that's part, of the, that's part of the deal. My name's in the title. And this is not... And this is not... And this is not... This is not the podcast you deserve. Isn't everything meaningless? What does matter? Everything's meaningless. Not this podcast, I'll tell you that. <laughs> what an intro. Welcome to Not the Podcast You Deserve. This is our Not the Oscars You Deserve episode. We are going to award uh, some of Hollywood's biggest and brightest with... Yeah, these. some of us got an invite. Some of us didn't care. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. Crawford wore a tuxedo to a, an auditory format, audio format, uh, which I, you know... That is Listen, actually very look good, good, play good. That's how it goes. Yeah. All right. Did you do the pants too? Look good, feel good, play. Uh, no, I did not wear the pants. I, you can't see this, you know, on the audio. But oh, yeah, you sure here, didn't wear pants. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here's here's my blue shorts I wore with my tuxedo top. Yeah. I, I sold out for this halfway. <laughs> I want the audience to know that he is wearing blue shorts with what appeared to be anchors on them. Is that true? I think they're swordfish. Are you Ooh. drinking a martini? And he's drinking a martini. I b- <laughs> yes, I'm drinking a martini. Gin or vodka? It's it's shaken vodka. or stirred? It's shaken because I'm not a heathen. Oh, what? wow. Did you guys not get the invite? Did <laughs> no. you guys not know there was a dress code and a drink requirement? It's an open bar. What are you drinking? Miller Lite? <laughs> That's your own fault. Wow. Welcome to Not the Podcast You Deserve. Uh, we kind of think the Oscars are dumb. Welcome to not the Oscars you deserve. I'm the host that you needed. Right. I'm the Ricky Gervais of this thing. Oh Here we gosh. go. Let's do this thing. You just tap me in when you want to hear the results. You go. All right. Yeah. Here's here's a song about how we saw your boobs. I <laughs> in hindsight, that does not hold up well. I promise too much. I, I can't do it. And I don't want to do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Uh, Kyle, take it back. Take it back. Tell us what the first category is. We're about to pick our favorite movies and performances of 2022. And it's going to probably be way different than the actual Oscars. Uh, looking at the winners for everything. Uh, so first... It's going to be good. Uh, yeah. Hey. Movies that you enjoy watching. Nice. Uh, we're going to give out awards for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Lead Actor, Best Lead Actress, Best Supporting Actor, and Best Supporting Actress. And we will start... Uh, with the latter here. Uh, for Best Supporting Actress, we had, let's see, 11 different uh, wow. eleven different actresses garnered a vote. Um, this actually was a pretty close matchup here uh, for Best Supporting Actress. Angela Bassett for her role in Wakanda Forever. And Stephanie Hsu, I believe is how you say her name, for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And this was uh, a very close matchup. Angela Bassett was my number one pick. The Drews' number one pick both went to Stephanie Hsu. So the not the Oscar you deserve goes to Stephanie Hsu for everything, everywhere, all at once. And I'm really happy for her because that was such a great performance she gave. Yeah. No, she was great. I I thought that she almost stole the show. Stole the show. Oh, man, those martinis are kicking in. (laughs) And that's only going downhill uphill from here it's up to you anyway the i thought that she did a great job but the scene that stole it for me was when they were rocks 
Yeah. And she didn't actually do anything in that scene. But she had laid the groundwork with her character so much leading up to that that just when I saw a still rock with subtitles, I was still able to feel her character coming through on that. And I don't know if that's more on the cinematographer or the director or just on her ability that she leaned on earlier in the movie. But that stood out to me as like, I was moved by a standing still rock yeah. and subtitles. <laughs> you know, I, so well done on your acting ability. I was, I was floored. Wow. That was a new one for me. The, I'm going to make fun of y'all's uh, picks as we go on just because I can. Uh, and I want to do this equally, so I'm first going to make fun of Crawford here. Um, his second pick uh, was Octavia Spencer in Spirited. I want you to defend that. I need you to defend that for me right now. All right. I have a question. Did you see Spirited? <laughs> nice. Good. Solid. What else do you need? <laughs> Done. I, I, I'm, I'm confused why you have more questions. <laughs> she was the heart of that movie. Oh, that's not true. A movie Ryan led Reynolds by in Ryan that movie? Reynolds and Will, and Will Ferrell where you were like, oh, the comedic relief from both actors. I wish we had anything to balance this out. We did. It was Octavia Spencer just holding the anchor within the veil. I don't think you holding know what it down. Means now. I think that means something. I don't think that means that word means what you think it does. Um, I, I, I feel bad for Angela Bassett because I really wanted her to win this one. Yeah. I thought her performance was really incredible. She was great. But you know, there are uh, worse things than coming in second place on not the Oscars you deserve. Um, going on to Best Supporting Actor. Uh, we had three finalists um, that garnered the majority of votes in this category. Uh, eight that received votes altogether. Aaron Taylor Johnson for Bullet Train. Oh, I should have looked up how to say Short Round's name. Cake. Oh, boy. Key. Short Round from Everything Everywhere All at Once. And Pedro Ooh. Pascal for The Unbearable Weight of Massive nice. Talent. Were the wow. three major point getters also nominated brian tyree harris for bullet train and barry however you say keegan however you say his name mm-hmm. for yeah. banshees of the inishirin the banshees of inishirin banshees of the inishirin banshees of inishirin, inishirin. the from banshees banshees yeah is how we're gonna call it the rest of the, the sure. episode sure uh drew allen's number one pick uh was barry so keegan. good when he okay. starts hitting on Gary Condon, it was an incredible moment. Y'all should all just watch that scene. If I could submit that scene for best picture in a short documentary, short whatever the Oscars decide to throw <laughs> I don't think documentary in. means what you think it means. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the okay. winner of the best supporting actor uh, for the not the Oscar you deserve goes to Aaron Taylor Johnson for Bullet Train. He uh, edged out short round by one point. In our grading okay. system, which honestly I was pretty surprised about, I I thought short round was going to run away with that one. All right, you're bringing up a important point that I think would be cool that the Oscars actually instituted because everybody votes on this. Apparently, we we've gone in depth on this on an earlier podcast. If you want, look back, just search Oscar, you'll find it. Uh, but I would love for the Academy to release 
yeah, how close it was. Like, like the Heisman yeah, voting? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. How many instead first, second, and third place like, votes? Yeah, that'd be cool. Instead of just being like, this person won, I want them to release it like Olympic scores. Like, yes, this person <laughs> won with a 92.1. But the judge from Russia gave them a 2. So the second place one nice. was a 91.0. Yeah. And it's like, ah, And that, that way... I could know that that person could live forever knowing that they were 0.2 degrees away from winning an Oscar. I love Wouldn't that. Wouldn't that make it way more interesting? I love that, yes. Uh, let's do it. And also, I think you could hold people accountable who voted for movies that suck. And you could be like, oh, this person picked, picked that movie? Screw that guy. I don't care what he thinks anymore. <laughs> Absolutely. Shouldn't yeah. be blind anymore. Everybody needs to be accountable. <laughs> okay. And I said that in a tuck, so it holds more weight. Yeah, sure. So it's more important. No, I feel bad. <laughs> the next category, best lead actress in a movie. Your top five in no particular order. Florence Pugh for Don't Worry Darling. Kate Blanchett for Tar. Michelle mm-hmm. Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. And Drew Allen helped me out with Ronan's first name from See How They Runnin'. Sure, sir. See How They Run. Shersha. That can't be it. Yep. I know. I had to watch many Ronan. Many interviews. Many an interview. Dang, <laughs> yeah. there's no way. Uh, there were a total of ten actresses nominated for this category. Anya Taylor Joy was nominated for two different movies, uh, which I really appreciated. Uh, really came down to the top two point getters to no one's surprise. Kate Blanchett and Michelle Yeoh. Drew and I went first place votes to Michelle Yeoh, who takes home the not the Oscar that she deserves. She takes home the fake Oscar uh, from not the podcast you deserve, which fired up for her about, I really hope this is the one that the Oscars uh, follow our lead on. I love that we're doing this for the Oscars now. So anything they do, we can be like, ah, they must have listened to our podcast. (laughs) They, They heard us talk about it. So. Is there like a Triple Crown Award if you win the Golden Globe, the SAG Award, and the Oscar? Because I think Michelle Yeoh's got two out of the three so far. You know, I would actually be really <laughs> interested in getting a list of the the actors and movies in and the same year, like yeah. for the same performance. Like, I wonder what the statistics are on that. That'd be interesting. But yay, Michelle Yeoh! The next category: Best Lead Actor in a Movie. Your top five point getters in no particular order. Brad Pitt from Bullet Train. (laughs) Colin Farrell from Banshees. Ryan Reynolds from The Atom Project. N.T. Rama Rao Jr. for RRR. And Austin Butler for Elvis. Uh, This one was closer than I thought it was going to be, to be honest with you guys. But but before we announce the winner, Mm -hmm. um, hearing those names side by side, do we want to say who we think would win? I would because because like, because we, we all submitted the well I say Drew and I should guess because we all submitted in blind you you have the answers in front of you mm-hmm. so that's not fair you're Price Waterhouse Cooper here um, <laughs> Drew with it, you what do you think hearing those names side by side who do you think would win despite not putting him very high on my list knowing that Kyle is running the all running this whole thing and can fudge whatever numbers he wants to. I'm going to say Austin Butler takes this one. 
every time we do one of these things where I have to put an Excel spreadsheet together, y'all are always like, oh, Kyle's math is wrong. Oh, Kyle rigged this. Like, it's math. Like, there's only so much you can do then with numbers. Release the numbers, Kyle. We've all been calling for it, <laughs> but no. Did you count all the mail-in votes? There's no way to double I check. that you counted. These... I sent my spreadsheet to you in the mail. You'll get it in seven months. These votes were can... made in a lab. Uh, Crawford, <laughs> what was your, did you have your guess? Again, we're not a political <laughs> podcast. I want to, I want to make that clear. I feel like that might've gotten lost in the last couple of episodes. <laughs> we're a for fun podcast. And I think that, uh, man, RRR blew me away. <laughs> uh, but I think it should probably be Austin Butler. But I could be, I could be wrong. I've been known to be wrong before. So Kyle, lay it on me. What 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 do we got here? One of these days, Ryan Reynolds is going to win a Dadgum Award on our uh, show, but it's uh, not this day. Austin Butler for Elvis uh, runs away with this one, um, which uh, Drew with the U put him as his fifth favorite performance. Um, you went Colin Farrell, uh, Rama, Nicholas Cage for Unbearable Weight. Uh, I see that. Felix Kammerer for All Quiet on the Western Front and then Elvis. Crawford and I had the same one, two, three, uh, which I appreciate. I, I really do want a Bullet Train or Adam Project-esque movie to win uh, right. an Oscar someday for right. best performance. Yeah. It's just not this day. But Austin Butler's it's, performance it's in Elvis day. is incredible. It's so good. So... I do want to point out one thing that I'm glad that you read off the readings for this one. Uh, Drew with a U, you pointed out Nicolas Cage for uh, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I agree with you. That was a great movie. I thought Nick Cage did phenomenal. I thought Pedro Pascal dominated that movie. To me, he was, you know, best supporting actor. Uh, I I wish that he had won that award earlier on right. because I thought that he really made that movie more than Nick Cage did in a movie about Nick Cage. Uh, that's a really good point. And, uh, you know, I think this is where kind of the voting gets mixed up, you know. It's a Nicolas Cage movie, so if he's not going to win, it's kind of awkward if Pedro Pascal wins for his movie. But I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Pedro Pascal carries that movie. And it's not like Nicolas Cage does a bad job. He's super fun in that movie. It's just Pedro Pascal is a little bit better. But that was a tough category this year for supporting the actor. There are a lot of great performances. Absolutely. No, absolutely. I, I agree. And also, um, I think that it should be noted that Nicolas Cage actually delivers all of the, not the Oscars you deserve, directly to the winners. So uh, thank you, <laughs> Nick Cage. For, for that service, uh, we, we appreciate that greatly. So will also all the winners. Uh, Kyle, please take us to our next category. How wild, of all the crazy things you think Nicolas Cage is probably doing or capable of doing, listening to our podcast, like where does that fall on like the most insane things Nick Cage could be doing right now? So low <laughs> that it might be doable. <laughs> Perfect. Um, is it lower than... A treasure map on the back of the Declaration of Independence? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's gotta be. It's That's gotta how be. I rank all my podcasts of like, should I listen to this or should I steal the Declaration of Independence? That's, and if you, if you rank above that, I listen to your podcast. 
Oh, the next category is Best Director. There were nine different directors got nominated. The Batman, directed by Matt Reeves. Everything Everywhere All at Once, directed by The Daniels. The Northman, directed by Robert Eggers. Bullet Train, okay. directed by David Leach. Leach? Probably Leach. And, hmm, mm-mm-mm. You know, I had planned out earlier today that I was like, take off work early and, and like phonetically type out these names. And then I just didn't do it. S.S. Rajamouli, maybe, for RRR. Um, Welcome to the other podcast you deserve where we sound stuff out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I think I listed five. Who knows? I've got to go out of order because I've got them ranked by point totals. Um, so that sounds like five. I'm good with that being five. Um, your top three uh, were The Batman, which was Crawford's number one overall vote, uh, which is wild. I like that <laughs> all three of us voted for RRR as the fourth best movie of the year. <laughs> best best director. That's nice. Yeah. I would like uh, a chance to defend myself before we announce the winner. Okay. And the winner is The Daniels for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Okay. What an insane minds they must have to be able to have pictured that movie and then be able to Agreed. shoot that movie and then bring it all together at the end. They had planned that for 10 years. COVID hits in the middle of their movie. They have to film Michelle Yeoh, their AAA actress, on a green screen while Short Round is filming in a truck somewhere across the world. Then Marvel comes out, oh yeah, we're releasing a multiverse movie also that year. So they have to rush to finish that movie. It's incredible what they did and what they went through to get this movie made. I didn't know all of that backstory. That is actually really, really fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Um, they had five people doing every special effect in that whole movie versus Avatar Way of the Water, who had conservatively six small countries, I think, devoted to <laughs> each character. <laughs> I I feel like we brushed past it pretty quickly there when Kyle quickly threw shade at me suggesting the Batman and then announced the winner. Um <laughs> No, I actually, I actually think that's a good pick. I actually, I wish I had thought of that when I was putting my list together because I didn't think about that one. The the reason I picked the Batman as best director was because everybody knows the story of Batman. The Batman was very interesting because it was a new way to describe him that has never been done before in cinema. Right, he's always been very cheesy, or he's always been very. Uh, over dramatic or he's always been like just an action like i'll punch you in the face and then like haha here's the batman credit card george clooney and this was a very well done portrayal of him that was different from everybody else and that's why i nominated it for best director because i thought it was uh, a new telling of a story we all know and that's why i thought it was it stood apart as opposed to a new story like Everywhere All at Once, which was fantastic. I don't want to take away from that at all. Uh, I thought that, that was incredible. But I thought the ability to tell a story we all know in a new way lent itself to a director that was seeing it in a new light. I have two points for you. One, I feel like you just did Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy an extreme disservice. Screw you for that. And number two... I would say I was going a completely different direction. That I just thought the uh, the way that he used the the same Nirvana song and the dark tones throughout the movie 
and uh, the what he did with the penguin and the the chase scene that didn't suck. I thought those were reasons. That was two reasons. I was like, when you when you submit your list, I was like, dang it, I forgot about the Batman. I forgot about Matt Reeves. Yeah. I also yeah, drew drew the you. I also have two points. One, I like you both, and I'm number two. I'm really happy that we get to do this podcast together. <laughs> Christmas. Okay, I love those points. I'm here for those points. So the Daniels take home the not the Oscar they deserve for. Uh, I didn't. I didn't sway you on that. Ah, oh, dang. No, not for your. My points are way better than yours. Were, for why that's a good movie. Um, now we get to Best Picture, the uh, the granddaddy of them all. The Rose Bowl, if you will. Um, let's see. How close is this one? Ooh, this one was really close across the board. One point separated the first and second uh, place. Three points separated first and third. Um, this was a wow. very, very close race. And the movie I wanted to win didn't win. So here you go. Uh, your nominees are... Math. <laughs> RRR. Unbearable Weight. <laughs> Massive talent, the Adam Project, everything, everywhere, all at once, in Bullet Train. Uh, I love yeah. all those movies. We were all across the board on this one. Let me see. Eleven different movies got votes from us okay. on this um, for first through fifth place, um, which is interesting. And uh, no real consensus anywhere on this board. <laughs> no. Kyle, would would you do me a favor here? Would you read off in descending order uh, or ascending order i don't know six through first would you start with number six read us the the title of the movie yes are you ready to be hurt yes very much so top gun maverick <gasps> yeah. uh, uh. fifth place rrr okay fourth place wow i'm hurt <laughs> yeah, i know me too <laughs> fourth place the Adam Project. I really wanted this movie to win so bad. Did anybody uh, else vote for it? Yes, Crawford did. Oh, it's, wow. It was on my list. You you treat The Adam Project as if it's The Eternals. I need you to get this movie out of your mouth. Well, this is terrible. It's not as that good, but great. yeah, I get it. Slap him. Slap him. That's our Oscar <laughs> drama. <laughs> um, Let's see what I'm at. I'm at three. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Y'all are insane. <laughs> you, you both Go are Go back insane. and watch that movie. I'm that gonna, movie is so good. I will go back and rewatch that movie if you'll go back and rewatch Adam Project because that movie is perfect from beginning done. to I'll go tonight. rewatch Adam Project if either one of you watches Avatar: The Way of Water. Oh my! Well, I'll never do yeah, that. That's what God. I thought. So let's continue. Uh, just died inside. Okay, so there are two options left. Um, the second place for Best Picture uh, got beat up by one point. Because Crawford did not vote for it, is Bullet Train, which means the best picture of 2022, everything, everywhere, all at once, directed by the Daniels. Nice. Makes sense. Wow. Yep. So good. It's won a bunch of awards this year. Most Mm -hmm. importantly, not the Oscars you deserve, best picture. Mm Mm-hmm. Good good for Bullet Train getting nominated for... They got so to wear their many, not the Oscars you deserve. That'll appear on their blockbuster cover. Uh, that's that's very important uh, for them. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I I rewatched everything everywhere all at once recently because a friend of mine had never seen it, and he was like, "Oh, I really want to see it." I was like, "Well, I paid for it before it was released. I'm not sure if it's released or anything, but that's just how the movie industry goes these days." 
you can only buy it for like 30 bucks on us apple tv and then the next week it's free on netflix um but it was so good and i only remember it being like so goofy and zany because it is so goofy and so zany but i re- we went back and rewatched it it's really powerful and really good and they deal with some really serious things of like a mother daughter relationship a husband and wife relationship a grandfather daughter mother grandfather i mean it's all of this family stuff that's really really good tied into this crazy multiverse movie i couldn't agree with you more i thought that that movie was fantastic uh for all the same reasons you just said i thought that it was a good movie that disguised itself in a fun action one and it's only about halfway in that you're like oh did i emotionally bond with this character i didn't even even realize it's just zany enough and just off kilter enough that it 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 brings you in to to ask and explore it and i thought that it was really well done and i also love when a24 wins stuff i think that's pretty cool but i went and saw this movie on on a whim um i can't remember if it was drew and tiff was drew was it you or maybe it was chris and jor someone basically was like on on like a random friend i was like hey can we come and babysit your kid? And I was like, yes, take her. Let's run. <laughs> and my wife and I got in the car like, what do you want to do? Like, I don't know. I opened up like my Instagram feed and I saw one 15 second trailer that the Russo brothers posted. And I was like, this movie's out. Let's go find it. <laughs> so I knew nothing about this movie going into it. And that made it so much better because I was not in any way, shape or form prepared for the insanity. Uh, what a fun trip that movie is. Uh, oh, I, I meant to bring this up when we were talking about best lead actor. But I think it also applies to Best Director and Best Picture. Uh, I have not had a chance to see The Whale yet. Um, From every Mm, review it's getting, I think he also won the SAG and BAFTA and whatever for lead actor Brendan Fraser did. Um, But Darren Aronofsky's always good. Uh, And I've heard great things about it. I just haven't had a chance to see that one yet. I would like to see that one to compare it uh, to the rest of these at some point in time to see if we truly voted for the best movie of the year or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for posterity's sake, when we do the uh, not the Oscars you deserve look back, you know, ten years from now, I would like to also reserve the right to say I haven't seen the whale. Okay, will you get off my back? <laughs> will you just get off my giant whale back about it? Wow, it's probably really good. I've only heard really good things about it. Maybe I'll vote for it if I just had a. T- would it come out anywhere that's not the Cannes Film Festival? I don't know. Maybe I'd have a chance. I would just sure. like... Yeah, Drew with you, what do you got? Also, to defend my co-hosts, 10 years from now, uh, when we're on, like, what I don't know, Avatar 28, The Way of Fire, <laughs> the, the Path of Galaxies, um, they haven't seen it. So they, they couldn't have voted for Avatar The Way of the Water. We didn't know how big of a franchise it was going to be. That's why we didn't vote for it. Um, when we have terraformed another Earth planet and called it Pandora, we just you didn't know. You also didn't vote for Avatar on anything. Well, we so. didn't have not best, for best special picture, effects. Not for best director. Wow. We didn't for none have, of the things that I you vote specifically for Avatar. asked wow. you to put the it on comes out. best the one special effects, standing on the table for Avatar all the time. We didn't vote for it at all. This, we didn't vote for this best This is why there effects. should be transparency on, on Oscar voting. <laughs> exactly. That's a great point. I specifically said best special effects. I think that we have solved Oscars and also made it way more special effects. 
We should make it. Uh, yep. It's the Oscar for best sound. All right. That's the <laughs> that's only one it's going to win. Said. Special effects is what Ooh, I wanted. For a month, for. I've been telling you, it's the only one that's going to win. It's turned into chaos. <laughs> turned Special into effects. Chaos. Which we all want the Oscars to be, so you're welcome. Here's entertainment. <laughs> sure, yeah, that's a good point. What a, what a twist on this year's Oscars show. Um, barring anyone Nobody got slapped. slapped. Yeah. We all kind of enjoy each other. Here it is. You know, wild, not one Marvel movie or performance got uh, won anything. Wild for us. Were we well, growing up or know, did Marvel just have a really I didn't really know if it was year? 2018 or not. I would have voted for something if it was good. I hope that this was more entertaining than the actual Oscars that's coming up here in a couple of days. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>